Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Your Fantasy, a fantasy football podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, MJ, here with Steve-O, Scott, and another guest, a special treat for you guys, my boy, Justin. Justin, how are you doing today, man? What's up, MJ? Thanks so much for having me on. Doing great. Uh, Excited to be here. Yeah, always absolute pleasure to have you on here, Justin, and hopefully the first of many appearances to come. Now, Justin, I I do want to ask you, um, how many years, how many years have you been playing fantasy football? Yeah, yeah, man. So started in 2009, I think it was. Uh, Yeah, I think it was 2009, either sophomore or junior year in college. And it uh, that league is is the original league uh, that I was in and still going now um, have not won that league ever. Uh, so that, uh, you know, that, that's kind of a, a little thorn in my side. I'm, I am in the playoffs in that league this oh. year. So there's a chance, right? There's a chance. Um, and maybe the tides are changing. Hey, let's hope so, baby. Yeah. But uh, let me ask you, have, how many championships have you won personally? Just one, man. Okay. Just one. So, and who are your highlight players from that team, brother? If I could tell you, I I, I would. I probably <laughs> should have probably should have framed a picture of that roster, right? Okay. Uh, being that it's the only one that I've had, I could. But I've got the chance this year to uh, to potentially bring home two. So, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Best of luck, man. Of course, yeah. if. All of any of our listeners don't know, playoffs have already started or they are starting this week for you. So good luck to everybody as your playoffs kick off. Um, All right, you guys. So we're going to start with our icebreaker here, um, which is going to be Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. It's a theme for our icebreaker, our least favorite cartoon growing up. Um, Justin, since you are our our guest, uh, please go ahead, sir. Oh, thanks so much, MJ. Yeah, man. Uh, so I grew up in the '90s, and I, I had to look it up just a second ago. But um, I don't know if you guys remember this at all. There's this really weird show, uh, the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always thought that was pretty odd. Oh wow. Yeah, sister, my little sister actually loved the Powderpuff Girls, so we watched it a ton. Um, I'm gonna go something easy. Listen, I I never really got the concept of the Teletubbies. I understand that the Teletubbies were for kids, okay? But uh, honestly, as a young, uh, what five, six, seven, all through my years, it just I never understood why we'd watch something in which they didn't speak English. You know, it's always the Teletubby talk. Um. Can you name all four? No, I cannot. I have eradicated it from my mind, and I remembered just a bit ago when I Googled shows from the 90s. <laughs> uh, I know Mo. Steve, Mo. Steve could do it. So our, our younger cousins, uh, they watched it religiously. Uh, Steve and I were probably like 8, 9, 10-ish, and they were like 1, 2-ish, so it was their show when we visited it. them. Uh, yeah. So it's... I. So I think it's like tipsy whipsy. I don't know if it's tipsy whipsy, tipsy dipsy, tipsy dipsy. All right, it's tinky winky, tinky winky, dipsy, Okay. Oh, okay. Well, you guys have great for you guys. I'm sorry you had to endure that torture. Scott, what you got, baby? 
Yeah, I mean that one would definitely be up there for me, but um, you know, I, I I watched it for my cousin's sake. Uh, but I'm gonna call Steven out on this one. There came a point in our childhood where uh, I had grown up a little and wanted Sports Center on Saturday morning, and Steven still wanted cartoons. And uh, one of the ones he would watch, Blues Clues. Um, I just, oh my gosh, just please let me watch anything other than Blues oh, Clues. I forgot about. I'm not gonna allow the Steve hate here. Terrible show. <laughs> a fun trade um yeah i don't know if we can all agree but cartoon network was trash compared to nickelodeon um and one of the shows that i specifically hated on cartoon network was courage the cowardly dog are you kidding me just what? a crazy weird show that stupid dog the stupid old people with the pitchfork and all that it had I, I really I really despise the show, um, and I just irked me whenever it came on. I can hear that in the tone of your voice. I actually really <laughs> like Courage, but yeah, uh, mad respect. Horrible or wonderful decisions on these uh, these childhood shows that scarred us, right? <laughs> um, all right, gentlemen. So with that, we'll go ahead and move into our Week 14 recap here. The first game we're going to start off with uh, are the Tennessee Titans pulling off the comeback win over the Miami Dolphins, 28 to 27 here. And a quarterback who I continue to uh, shit on, me and Scott, Will Levis here mounting a tremendous comeback, throwing for 327 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Derek, the King Henry, 17 for 34 yards, ugh, but two touchdowns. Of course, the game winning touchdown there. And DeAndre, the man Hopkins, my oh my, seven for 124, one touchdown. Um, gosh, Hopkins just continues to wow me. Um, on the Dolphins side of things, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, 240 yards, no touchdowns, no INTs, but Raheem Mostert, another Scott favorite, uh, 96 for two touchdowns. Jalen Waddle, six for 79. Hill, who got injured here for a bit, four for 61. Um, gentlemen, I guess my question here should be directed towards King Henry first and uh, foremost. Um, are you worried at all? I mean, I keep, I mentioned this this last episode, age and everything. I mean, the sheer. I guess what strikes me is just the inefficiency that he ran the ball this past week. He did get the usage at the goal line. And of course, this first round of playoffs, he's facing the Houston Texans, who he has notoriously ran amok um, every matchup. Is he a must start for you? I mean, that might be a dumb question for your playoffs, but is he a must start? Absolutely a must start for me. Yes, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to have some pretty good alternatives to not start Derrick Henry. Yeah, King Henry. And of course, DeAndre Hopkins. I think we're seeing a theme here, I guess, as we continue moving through our recap, uh, especially a ton of these older players who are, as of, you know, as of their age, have been looked down upon. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, fun train, I know me and you love Hopkins here. And I mean, I, I can't help but love the just sheer amount of targets he gets from levis um do you think he can sustain that or do you think he actually stays with the team this next season or do you think he'll get out of dodge with the titans potentially rebuilding you know levis might not be good but 
I don't think he's dumb. And I think he realizes that D hop is the most talented player on that team, even at his ancient age in football. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think D hop's got at least another year comparable to this. Um, again, I, I don't think we've seen a, a decrease in his, in his game. It's, purely been the offense and what the Titans are giving him. So mm-hmm. if they feed him like they did in this last game, like he's going to eat it up and he's going to deliver. So I, I got the full confidence in him right now. Oh, very nice. Now, my last question here is directed towards Raheem Mostert and Devon Achan. Um, let's say redraft here, redraft, and you had to make a decision between the two who are you starting? I mean, you feel like, of course, A-Chan is still coming back from a couple injury-riddled weeks. Um, but who would you take the risk on? The the RB2 on the year or the ascending rookie? In terms of the start this week? Yeah, for the first round of the playoffs, baby. I think it's got to be Mostert still. You know, I, I think they're still both top 15 options, mm-hmm. but... Just with uh, Mostert's getting all the work, right? Especially near the goal line. Yeah, man. And of course, someone who's been known for his injuries, he's, I don't think he's missed a single game this year, which to me is insane. Scott, I want to hear your decision. I mean, unfortunately, it has to be Mostert just because <laughs> he's getting the goal line looks, but I think it's absolutely like the wrong answer for the team. Uh, they look much more explosive when A-Chan's on the field. Mm-hmm. And I think he gives them uh, more of an outlet for Tua if if Reek isn't open down the field. Um, yeah, definitely yeah, I, more pass-centric. I'm, I'm ready for them to to move on permanently to A-Chan, for sure. Okay. Uh, well, with that, we'll move on to our next game here. The uh, Rams uh, losing in overtime to the Ravens to a punt, a kickoff return. Excuse me, crazy. Uh Ravens winning 37 to 31. Matthew Stafford going for 294, three touchdowns. Kyron Williams, 25 for 114. Uh, Cooper Cup here, eight for 115, one touchdown. Puka Nakua, five for 84. And Davis Allen, uh, the rookie tight end, four for 15, a touchdown. And Demarcus Robinson, three for 46, one touchdown. All the Ravens side of things. Um, Lamar Jackson, uh, just tearing it up, 316 yards, three touchdowns, one INT. He also added 70 rush yards on 11 carries. And another oldie here, Odell Beckham Jr., four for 97 and one touchdown. Isaiah Likely, uh, who has to – he's an absolute must-start if you lost uh, Mark Andrews earlier this year, going five for 83 and one touchdown. Jeez. And Zay Flowers, six for 60 and one touchdown. Um. So on the Rams side of things, I as this kind of, I don't know, Kyron Williams, I think should be the focal point of this question. The first question, uh, how in a dynasty uh, standpoint do you guys feel about him in this next year? I mean, yes, he was injured for, I think, four or five games, right? Came back, had a monster game with the Cardinals. Uh, do you think he continues this workload as the RB one for the Rams this upcoming season? Uh, as the what's your fantasy uh, Kyron manager? Yes, uh, I believe in him. I think he is my running back of the future. I think he's the Rams running back of the future. Um, 
let's keep riding the Chiron train, please. Yeah, Chiron train indeed. Um, and of course, Cooper Cup, who finally, like I said, like earlier, put up a good game. Um, uh, returned to his old self. Of course, the targets here have been relatively spread out with Puka Nakua, of course, being the breakout rookie that he is. Um, for this, how about for this upcoming season? I mean, I don't want to necessarily say dynasty wise, but let's say redraft. Who are you taking first next draft, redraft league, Cooper Cup or Puka Nakua? That is a really hard question. Yeah. Puka. Easy for you, Puka. Can you go on Puka? No question. I, um, from from making a decision right now, I'm going. I'm going cup. Obviously, I want to wait and see how the season finishes out. But um, I don't give up on the vets too easily. So True, and I'm, it hasn't uh, let you it. down yet. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'd side with Steven and go with Cup at least for now. Um, but I don't know if I'm targeting either at this point right now. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to the Ravens, gentlemen. Lamar Jackson, of course, airing it out. And uh, I guess we already know who the the alphas of this uh, pass offense are. Odell Beckham, who has been resurgent the past couple of weeks, uh, who just was dead in the water first, what, three-fourths of the season. Uh, Isaiah Likely and Zay Flowers here. Um, out of the three, I mean, are you guys going youth? Uh, and if you had to pick one of these receivers for your um, – starting in your playoffs this uh, this uh, upcoming week going youth with a flowers or um the 10 target odell beckham the resurgent odell beckham i think i'm still going zay zay I think, yeah, obj's had a really big showing over the last couple of weeks but i think zay's still more explosive at this point and i think they still want him to be the guy at the end of the day yeah i second that uh, Just, going zay uh, yeah zay Great decision, Justin. I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay, so OBJ, he's only playing, I think I looked it up, like 60% of the snaps, right? So he's not on the field as much as the other guys are. But when he is, he's, he's earning targets at a, at a pretty high rate, right? So, yeah, 10 targets last game, same as Zay. So. So, there, so there's that. And, I mean, as we saw last weekend, you know, the Ravens just put it on Lamar's back and said, you know, Lamar, go win this game for us, essentially, right? He had also had the 11 rushing yards for, or 11 rushes for 70 yards. So they're, they're willing, I think, to air it out. It's Yeah, I mean, it's a tough call. Um, you got the, the veteran uh, kind of mentality with Lamar and OBJ between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So I think – I know your, your question was for this week. I would go OBJ this week for the future moving forward. Yes, go stick with Zay. Okay. I love it. I do want to add that I um, seconds ago just added Odell Beckham Jr. from free agency on a uh, on a team. So uh, I'm uh, being a little bit. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> is that an eight team league there, Stephen? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is ten. Ten. But I, oh, I just found out that Keenan Allen's officially out tomorrow night. So mm-hmm. I, I'm stacked at running back. I am extremely slim at wide receiver. So. Um, unfortunately, bottom of the barrel there. Oh, great pickup. Um, and of course, this last game will recap, gentlemen. Uh, since we have two ATL boys here, uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks sadly winning 29 of 25 over the Falcons uh, with a late 
comeback touchdown with two minutes left to uh, Cade Otten. Uh, Baker going 144 for two touchdowns. It wasn't pretty for him. Rashad White, who, man, who is just steadily improved over this season, uh, 25 carries, 102 yards. Um, also, two for 33 uh, receiving yards and one touchdown there. On the Falcon side of things, Desmond Ritter, who was able to sling it, uh, 347, one touchdown, one INT. Uh, on the rushing side of things, Bajan Robinson, 10 carries, 34 yards, one touchdown. And Desmond Ritter did get a touchdown there as well. Uh, receiving uh, wise, Drake, the man, London, 10 for 172, um, no touchdowns. Kyle Pitts, 357, uh, 357 yards, one touchdown. And uh, Bajan, 5 for 54 here. Um, honestly, what a actually what an excellent game i think we watched here you guys and i think the big stinker of the day was mike evans one for eight yards um especially after he set you know what 10 seasons with a, at least a thousand receiving yards here it, there's you know there was bound to be a regression game here um no listen steven i know you are the biggest mike evans supporter here um auto start for you next week or this coming week um, no, not oh. auto start. Um, I do want to add, I was at the game. Oh, and wow. I was between starting Mike Evans and Michael Pittman in our RMC dynasty league. I went with Mike Evans because I was there in person and I was gonna be really pissed if I saw Evans catch a bomb and I didn't get the benefits of it for our fantasy league. So put him in, was really disappointed. Um, I guess I, I have partial bias for my specific situation. I think as a general rule, Evans still has to be a top 24 receiver going into next week. So I think for most people, he is a starter. I think uh-huh. for me, um, I'm probably going to go the other way and actually go with Pittman um, for my next next week. Great um, choice. I, I also got Tyreek and ASB. So again, a little blessed on that arena but in general evans you know he's on my mount rushmore of wide receivers and i think he's still again similar to d hop getting up there in age but still delivering doesn't look old and i think he's just as good as the next guy in the league yeah aged like a fine wine um now you have to tell me um since both of you guys are atlanta well not necessarily atlanta fans but you do um Get a lot of Falcons, uh, I assume, advertising your way. A lot of talk about the team on the news. Um, does this give you any faith in Desmond Ritter being able no. to slip? No? Okay. No, not at all. No? <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay, mean, I, I know that I guess the stats look decent, but in person, he doesn't look any better than he does on TV. Oh. Um, and especially if, if, I don't know if any of y'all watched the game, but the play where he missed a wide open Bijan. Yeah. Right, yeah. right at the goal line that hurt to see in person. So, no, I, as much as I want it, he seems like a great guy, and I would love for Atlanta to have someone. I, I don't think he's it. No, he's not the guy. Completely yeah, I, and I mean, like, what I think you guys are exceptionally excited about are your offensive weapons. I mean, these top uh, first-round picks here, Drake London, one, uh, 10 for 172, like Kyle Pitts, Bajon Robinson. How did – I mean, how did Drake London look live? I have to ask you that, Steve. Oh, great. Yeah, no, that, that I mean, which again, I feel like it's rare that a, I mean, round one, let alone a top 10 
draft pick is not truly talented. Um, again, you just have to have a quarterback that can throw to him, a coach that will incorporate him into your play calls and not include Johnny, Johnny Smith at the goal line. Preach. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I, again, as much as I want Arthur Smith to be a good coach, I feel like he's also a big piece of this puzzle and is not using his playmakers. Kyle, Kyle Pitts. I mean, they thank the Lord that he got a touchdown in this game, so that was nice to see. But still, like they've spent so much draft capital on uh, skill players over the last few years, and they they're never involved. So yes, Drake London looked incredible. Yes, they need to include him more going forward. All right. Excellent. Excellent recap, you guys. We'll go ahead and scoot on over to our What's Your Fantasy uh, playoff uh, bracket here. We're going to quickly discuss the matchups and who has the easier, well, potentially easier side of the bracket here. Of course, on the first side of me, it's going to be Kenneth with the first seed and it's going to be me versus Scotty boy. Scott, we're facing off each other, facing off against each other two weeks uh, in a row. Um, yeah. I let you win last week. I'm not going to let you win this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you beat me fair and square last week. You put up a monster, what, buck 51 on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm hoping your team got it out of their system and uh, my team brings their A game. Um, definitely nervous. You're not the person I wanted to play in the first round. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And I, I, you know, being honest, I think the winner of our matchup will beat Kenneth next week just cause he had Herbert and lost him. And I don't want to spoil too much cause I got an on the clock that deals with that. But, um, I think the winner of our matchup will be in the championship in two weeks. Yeah. I think the biggest, uh, let's see, worry on your side of things is, uh, will Jamar chase get the volume that he well, as you would put it, as he deserves, right? I think uh, he put up a real stinker last week. Yep. Um, Are we going to get the uh, week 13 against the Jags, 27.12 fantasy point Jamar Chase, or the week 14 against the Colts, 4.4 Jamar Chase? And, I mean, if it's the first one, I think I beat you. If it's the second one, I think I lose. I think it could come down to if my studs produce like how they're supposed to. Yeah, it's all about the studs. And, of course, I'm riding the high of Evan Ingram here, who uh, is just – I mean, just tearing it up. Uh, I I can't really say more than that. I mean, he's just getting car- targeted like a monster the past couple of weeks. Um, and I mean, you have, of course have Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, uh, pretty formidable. Except Kyler is facing the 49ers. That is my one of my saving hopes. Meanwhile, Sam Howell versus Dak and Des- Dak Prescott on my end. Dak facing the the um, Buffalo Bills. Um, so honestly, pretty evenly matched, um, in terms of matchups, we have good and bad matchups around the board. Uh, on the flip side of things here, we got, Oh, give me one second. Steven's got the other buy. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Steven's got the other buy and the playoff, uh, game on that end is going to be Josh versus Lance. Lance right now edging just a bit, but um, I think this really depends on whether Josh can get real production from Zach Moss, who was looking good earlier in the year, kind of fell through. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, whose receivers just continually let him down. And, I mean, Devon A. Chain, Puka Nakua, um, and Raheem Mostert. So the guts to start 
both Moster and Achan. Uh, big cojones there, Josh. And Tommy DeVito, um, who next franchise quarterback for the, the Giants. I mean, is you think DJ is just irrelevant at this point? I, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but of course not. So, and just to be clear, so we don't confuse anybody, uh, we actually do have reseeding in this league. Um, so we are assuming that Lance is going to beat Josh as the three seed and then automatically get Steven in the second round. And that's just based off Josh's team being more banged up. He lost Joe Burrow um, and, and Lance has a really strong, healthy team led by Lamar Jackson. Um, but if Josh pulls off the upset, he'll actually get Kenneth and the winner of our matchup will play Steven. So uh, it, it could go. Could go oh, that way. Please, please, no. Uh, I'm afraid of the fun train because I don't have Alvin Kamara on my team. Um, so, of course, for Lance aside, Lamar Jackson, Travis Etienne, Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, Devonta Adams, Kyle Pitts, Mike Evans, um, geez Louise, uh, I am actually pretty happy on the side I ended up in. I'd rather face Scotty Boy. So we'll see how things plays out. Uh, if anyone makes any wants to make any side bets, shotgun bets, let me know. I'm all for it. Um, and with that, gentlemen, we'll go ahead and move on to the hype train hosted by the fun train. Steve-O? Let's get to it. Um, and just a recap for, for Justin, um, how the hype train works. Basically, just going to shout out a few players and you guys will tell me if you're on the train meaning the hype is real, you want to play them, you support them, you're in the station, meaning you're not all in, wait and see is the is the way to look at it, um, or you're not in the station, leaving the station means you're completely out, don't have the trust in them. So let's dive in. First with Matt Stafford, um, over 22 points in his last three games. Um, he's got Washington uh, who gives up second most points to QBs in week 15. Uh, then it gets a little harder with New Orleans and, and the Giants. But um, are you guys, and, and sorry, I meant to say this, this is the playoff hype train specifically. Okay. Are you guys on the Stafford hype train for the fantasy playoffs this year? Oh, yeah, I'll take this one. Um, so in RMC, I've got Lawrence Stafford and Mayfield. And honestly, I feel most comfortable about Stafford of those three. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm riding Stafford in two quarterback leads, uh, leagues in the playoffs this year. Two quarterback leagues specifically. So you're saying he's not a top 12 option going into the playoffs. I would say if you've lost somebody late, like Joe Burrow, um, he might be one of your better options off of the waiver wire if you're able to pick him up. Um, but no, I probably wouldn't put him top 12. Hmm. Yeah, top 12 is a, oh, that is a big ask. But you know what? Uh, I like... I am tempted to say that he will be top 12 finish uh, finisher for these upcoming weeks just because the weapons look good on the Ram side of things. The offense looks good. There's a great balance with Kyron Williams, and I, I'm on that train. I'm on that playoff train. Uh, I think he's been wildly in, uh, efficient too, which uh, you know some of these interceptions can be costly, but being very careful with the ball. Justin? Yeah, you know, especially for this week, I think we're on the train, right? I mean, Washington, their defense is terrible, right? Especially against quarterbacks. Uh, New Orleans, you know, they, I think their their defense has slipped as the, as the year has gone on, and the Giants, you know, they they they're the Giants, right? I mean, they they 
they get picked on a lot. So while he, while Stafford would not be my first, second, third choice, you know, by any means, uh, could he be a top 12 through the playoffs? Yeah, sure. He'd probably eke in somewhere around that, that nine ish spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just following up on what Justin said, so the last three weeks, quarterback seven, quarterback eight, quarterback five. So three weeks in a row consistently, uh, cool. top eight. And, and for this week, he is ranked as the number 10 quarterback on ESPN and number seven on fantasy pros. So in the top 10 wow. um, across both of those sites. So for me, it's going to be choo, 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 choo. Um, I am also on the hype train. So that is a unanimous hype train. Um, again, I think you guys kind of alluded to it all, but there's a ton of injuries. He's hot right now. Um, and I think he's a, he's a pretty safe top 12 play going into the playoffs. Real, real um, quick. Would you start Stafford over Patrick Mahomes? No. It's an easy no. I they I mean Mahomes has been doing horribly, but in no situation. No, 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 no. Mahomes over. team receivers have been doing horribly. Right, right. Yeah, just fair point. Just wanted to throw that out there and, and see what you guys thought. At, I mean, it's, it's crazy that I'm asking not. that question, right? I mean, it's crazy that I'm asking that question, but it, I feel like it's a valid question based off the last three weeks, right? It's I, not silly. It, it's not. The talent is too it, – it's just always there. R- regardless of his weapons, he can always rise to the occasion at some point. And so with that so, possibility. Last three weeks, quarterback eight, quarterback 16, quarterback 20 for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean – My team's built it. Yes, but like I don't know anyone who would have the balls to sit Patrick Mahomes at any point. I mean I, if I had those in a one-quarterback league – Mahomes every time. Yeah. As much as I love the upside from Stafford, like the ceiling for Mahomes is that much higher. Yeah. I think you can rest your head at night knowing that you started Mahomes and you lost your playoff matchup because you played Mahomes over Stafford, but yeah. vice versa, there's no way you're sleeping that night. No. Nope. Um, all right. The next guy um, has had over 13 points in four of his last five games, and that is Cortland Sutton. Um, been just bringing in the touchdowns this season. Um, he plays Detroit in week 15, ninth most against wide receivers, New England in the, uh, six week 16, 11 most against wide receivers. And then in uh, week 17, some of the playoff championships for some leagues, uh, the chargers who give up the fourth, most fourth, fourth, most points to wide receivers. Sorry. Um, so Cortland Sutton guys, are you on the fantasy playoff hype train yeah i think so the broncos have gotten hot recently um and sutton seems to be the guy for uh russell wilson yeah Yeah, especially um in the end zone seems to be a touchdown machine uh he's gotten one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven touchdowns this year yeah right did I count that right? Portland Sutton? It's either 10 or 10. Yeah. 10. Yeah, you're right. 10 touchdowns this year, which is 10 crazy. Touchdowns? He has yeah. 10 receiving touchdowns this year. Uh, I thought last year was the year. I really did. Actually, picked, I drafted him last year, and you know Judy did his thing, and Sutton fell by the wayside. So this year, you know, drafted Judy everywhere. And pff, stinker, right? So I, I'm surprised – 
with the Sutton resurgence. But yeah, he's he's been Russ's guy, and uh, Sean Payton, I guess, has uh, been able to resurrect him a little bit. Um, Which I mean, he's had some of the best touchdown catches for the like i feel like the entire oh, yeah. season uh just if you ever get a chance listeners or anybody listening look up some of those Cortland sutton's touchdown highlights from this year i mean insane toe touch toe touch like so much skill and concentration involved in that and you guys i didn't realize he had 10 touchdowns of the year but um yeah i, I think he's wilson's guy you gotta ride the hot hand and until that, you know, with the Broncos finally turned like being a playoff team, they're going to ride with what's hot. And that's going to be Cortland Sutton. Choo, choo, choo. Was that for choo? Yep. <laughs> yeah, there you um, go. I went too fast. Uh, yeah, I, I'm also on the Sutton train. Um, you guys said it all, but he's just been uh, magnetic with touchdowns and uh um, I'm willing to ride him to the championship if I have my team. Um, next guy up, over 10 points the last two games, and he's got a really great fantasy uh, schedule with the Texans twice and the Seahawks once, um, and that's Tajay Spears, uh, who is, of course, the backup running back in Tennessee. Um I guess I'll I'll open it up to uh, for, as far as the hype goes. Flex play. Are you on the fantasy hype train for the playoffs? Uh, he is my. I'll actually start off with this because he is my. He was my most drafted rookie, and I own him the most through. I actually own him in just what one, two, three, four, four out of five dynasty leagues, and I know the rookie profile. But you said they actually play Houston two times in the playoffs. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Which, um, Houston's been a little banged up here recently. Yep. So, yeah. I, and, and and with you know with Stroud not being well, we don't know if he's going to play yet with a concussion. But if he's out, it's it's not going to be a runaway game, obviously. And so it might be a ground and pound type situation. Like as much as I love Tajay Spears, I. I am a big supporter of King Henry and knock on wood, of course, anyone's starting him, but he is a, I, I, I cannot hop on that train because I think Henry is really going to run away with this literally uh, with his favorite team to bully. So, so I'm so on that train in, in the, in the station. Or are you leaving the station? For the I'm in the, okay. I'm leaving the station for the entire playoffs. Got it. Like, I think this is, I think they're going to make the, best usage of Henry as they can while they still have them. And I, if I was the Titans, that's who I rely on. Justin. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, uh, I kind of got bit with a kind of similar bug earlier this year where I had Josh Downs on a team and you know, he got hot there for like three or four games. I, I kept riding with him and then Gardner Minshew just spread the ball around. Right. And was just feeding Michael Pittman and that's where maybe some people could be with Spears right now, right? He's coming off two pretty solid games, like you said, over 10 fantasy points. But he's only got one touchdown on the year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just – so when you're talking about the playoffs, he's not hes not the guy, right? You got to 
No, nah, don't you want, you want don't get on the train. Thing. Don't get on the train. Don't wait in the station. Go get in your car. Leave the station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I third uh, what Justin and MJ just said. Um, I'm, I'm leaving the station on this one. I'm a big Tajay Spears believer, just like MJ, uh, but not from playoffs this year. If he's my flex, I'm not comfortable with that. Although I will say that MJ should definitely start him against me over David Montgomery because we know if the Lions want to win, oh, they need to ride oh. Jameer Gibbs and not David Montgomery. So I uh, get out of here. I think I'm, I'm. I agree with everything y'all said, but I think I'm. I'm in the station at least. I. I think if we see good output this next game, I, I would be probably more okay considering him for a flex play the last the last two games. Um, but still waiting to see before I make that call. Um, the next guy had 24 points last week with Super Bowl winner. Wacko Flacco, Mr. Joe, um, so David Njoku, um, mm. and pretty decent playoff schedule. Nothing, uh, you know, nothing super great or bad, but play Chicago, Houston, and the Jets. Um, but uh, 24 points last game. Are you guys on the hype train for the playoffs? Again, considering the wasteland that is the tight end position. You yeah. have to, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, the wasteland that is tied in position. And I mean, w- honestly, Flacco has turned in the best passing game for the Browns this entire year compared to Crazy. DTR, uh, of course, um, Deshaun John Watson. Yeah. Um, I think you have to ride the hot hand. And regardless, it looks like he's, I mean, him and uh, um, more more too has been popping off um this is going to be downfield passing game with an emphasis on play action and i think the tight end uh, and joku is just going to eat it up so i'm on that playoff train yeah second that uh for the last five weeks he's been top 10 tight end i think you got to ride that 100 percent. no more to say yep choo 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 i'm uh yeah i'm on it as well i think banger it's it's it'd be hard pressed to find, I don't know, seven even six better tight ends through the playoffs. Um, so I think you got to roll with Njoku. Um, last but not least, from the potentially last place Carolina Panthers, Chuba Hubbard, who is averaging almost seventeen points over the last three games, um, very. In a, in a very low-key manner, obviously. Um, but what do you guys think with Hubbard? Well, what's his schedule like? Um, that is an excellent question. He's got Atlanta, Green Bay, and Jacksonville. And uh, in Atlanta, 29th least points to running backs. Green Bay is at 10, Jacksonville 18, according to Yahoo. So it's uh, averages to be a kind of an average schedule for the playoffs. So real quick to Steven's point there, Atlanta, surprisingly, <laughs> has not allowed a rushing touchdown to a running back all year. Man, uh, I'll I'll start this off and I'll I'll say I am not I'm leaving the station and I'll tell you why. 
Remember literally last year how the Jets were one of those teams that you just did not want to touch? Yep. That's the Panthers right now. And I feel like there's just, even though you said his last three games, he's averaged 17 fantasy points. I just, gosh, as I'm an owner of Adam Thielen as well, like the Panthers are just becoming one of those teams where you just like, I really just don't want any part of it, regardless if there's some potential potential fantasy production from Hubbard. So I'm leaving the station, man. I'm going to sit in the station. Uh, All right, so not for this week, right? But Green Bay and Jacksonville, I think the Panthers are are showing their hand that they want to take some pressure away from Bryce, right? So – they're going to put it on Chuba and, and Miles Sanders a little bit. I mean, look, Chuba had 23 carries last week, 25 carries the week before. So they're, they're showing us what they want to do, I think, a little bit here at this last stretch of the of the season. Yeah. I'm going to sit in the station. Yeah, the volume's definitely there. Um, but I think I got to go with what MJ said. I just, I'm not trusting any Panthers players. I do not feel comfortable having them in my starting lineup for the fantasy playoffs. Um you could have worse options, but Chuba Hubbard is quietly the 28th ranked running back in half point PPR and PPR this year, which is crazy. That's bad. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, in, uh, in top 20 in attempts um, to kind of go off of what Justin was saying. And I think the opportunity is there. I, I uh, yeah, I, I guess I can't, I can't jump on the train for a Panther, but I, I think I'm with Justin. I'm going to hang in the station and, um, you know, maybe before Atlanta, um, I will jump on next week. Um, but great feedback on the hype train, guys, and looking forward to riding into the first round of the playoffs. MJ, what do you got with On the Clock? Oh, On the Clock, baby. That's going to be Scott. <laughs> it's all right. I got On the Clock this week. Steven doesn't like to look at our scripts. Uh, anyways, Respect. I have, yeah, <laughs> I uh, went to a wedding a couple weeks ago and a uh, big fan of weddings, mostly because of the dancing. Um, so I've got three uh, popular line dances for you guys. And uh, we'll let Justin pick his poison of the three. Um, and I'll give him a question based off that. And just to remind Justin and our listeners out there, um, I'll give the question and uh, I'll give you 30 seconds to answer or a couple of these, I might give you 45, depending on which one you pick. But your choices are the electric slide, the wobble, or Copperhead Road. You want uh, my, my my favorite of the three? Is that what we're going for here? Pick, pick your poison. Your poison. I, I got a question based on each of those three. Oh, man. Um, mm, all right, we'll go Copperhead Road. Wait, what the hell is Copperhead Road? It's a really popular country line dance song. It's, it's really is? fun to dance to. Steven doesn't, Steven doesn't dip his feet into those kind of waters, but it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a great Anyways, uh, this one is, is probably the most uh, detailed question of all of them. I had a feeling you'd pick this one, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. So I'll, I'll give you uh, like time to answer the first one, and then I'll just ask you the second one as well. Um, I won't give you a clock because it's a little complicated, but – Copperhead Road. We're talking about the Eagles and the Cowboys. All right, so even after their loss to the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football, the Eagles still control their own destiny in the NFC East, assuming both teams win out 
due to a fourth tiebreaker in which the Eagles get the nod due to a better record in the NFC. Hmm. Eagles remaining schedule is at the Seahawks, home against the Giants, home against the Cardinals, and at the Giants. Which of these teams could be the copperhead on the road and bite the Eagles out of the division title? None. None. None? Okay. All right. Well, it kind of uh, takes away the second question a little bit, but I'll, I'll ask it anyways. I mean, if you want me to if, – if, 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 any if, had had if any of them were to be, it'd be the Seahawks, right? Okay. You said the Cardinals, the Giants, and then Giants the Giants again? twice. Yeah, yeah, Giants twice. Yep. No. Okay, so this week at the Seahawks, you think, is going to be the one. If they're going to lose That would be the only one, right? I mean, it, weather in Seattle can be wild. We all know that, especially this time of year. So if there's going to be one out of those three, it'll be Seattle. Okay, so let's let's assume that they do lose that one this week. Uh, so the Cowboys have arguably the hardest remaining schedule in all of football at the Bills, at the Dolphins, home against the Lions, and at the Commanders. If the Eagles do slip up, do you think the Cowboys can dodge all of their copperheads on the remaining road? Mm, you know, I, one of those folks. I'm one of those folks that like I like to believe in the Bills. I like to believe in the Dolphins. But <laughs> those are two teams that have, have shown us their cards recently and throughout the year. Right where the Bills are not the Bills of last year by any means. Mm-hmm. Right, and the Dolphins are not winning those big games. So, yeah, I think if, if the Eagles slip up, then, yeah, Dallas, surprising, shockingly, um, will uh, will run away with it. Awesome. No, I, uh, great answers to that. All right, Stephen MJ, who wants next? Oh, listen, I got to go, and it's got to be the electric slide. All right, electric, electric slide, slide for MJ. And, of course, we're talking about the Chargers. Oh, no. Uh, so this one, I, I'm going to give you 30 seconds on this one because I think okay. it's pretty straightforward. Justin Herbert is now done for the season. Are Eckler and Keenan Allen still set it and forget it must start players for the fantasy playoffs? That's question one. Question two, if you had Herbert, which quarterback would you be targeting in free agency as your replacement? Real quick, uh, Keenan Allen's out this week, so just a little caveat to MJ's answer. Okay, nice. So uh, this is pretty easy to me. I think, uh, it, last I look, I think Easton stick uh, the guy who's going in for him, uh, forgive me if I forgot his name. But there but, is a question mark in his last name. That's yeah. Um, I think he's only got one NFL pass attempt. Okay. So what happens if a pass offense loses their main passer? They're going to run the ball. Eckler's a must start for me. I'm a little iffy about all the Chargers receivers. And if I had to choose a quarterback free agent, it's actually going to be Nick Mullins. Um, right now, I, I think Nick, who has shown his cards for the 49ers, back when he played for him, uh, I think he's going to be a sneak fantasy winner for two quarterback leagues with quarterbacks who they've lost. So Nick Mullins for sure. Okay. Uh, Don't hate that answer. Let's assume that you're in a league where Jake Browning is still available. Would you take Browning over Mullins? Mm. Yeah, no question. I, I, I lean yes, but it's, it's one of those situations where I, well, both teams are just full of, of weapons, but Jake Browning at this point has proved it this season that he can distribute the ball. So I would actually lean towards more towards Browning. Okay. What about Tommy DeVito? Oh gosh. 
every time I just uh, I crap on the Giants or think they're going to lose, they just pull a rabbit out of their ass. Honestly, it's I would rather take I'd rather take Browning over DeVito. Okay, what about DeVito or Mullins? Mullins. Okay, cool. All right, Steven, that leaves you with the wobble, all right? And we're talking about the Chiefs and the Dolphins. So both the Chiefs and the Dolphins lost at home this past weekend to teams with worse records than their own and on paper probably should have won. Are you concerned about either of these teams making the playoffs or was this just a little wobble that they'll balance out this next week? Question one. Question two, how far do you see these teams going? And question three, who is your pick to be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl? Um, So I think it's just been a little wobble and think both Chiefs and Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. Um, Too much talent in the Dolphins to let up and too much talent in Patrick Mahomes to let up. Um, How far can they get in the playoffs? Both aren't getting to the AFC championship game. That's for sure. Um, I I hate betting against Mahomes, but uh, I think you got to go the Ravens right now as the AFC championship representative. Okay. I like it. Uh, uh, great questions. or uh, Sorry, great answers for all you guys. Um, <laughs> and great questions too, baby. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Uh, but we'll move on to MJ now with MFK. Okay, gentlemen. Um, of course... MFK, Justin, uh, easy. MFK, marry friends with benefits on our end and kill. And we'll start off with a couple of, uh, since, of course, we're talking about playoff implications here, some quarterbacks. I don't think I've done quarterbacks this year. And those quarterbacks are going to be Brock Purdy with the resurgent 49ers hot right now, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens, and... As we frequently talked about this episode, Patty Mahomes, MFK, gentlemen. Oh, man. Uh, huh. <laughs> yeah, I think give me uh, Jackson for my Mary. Um, I'm not betting against Mahomes all the way in, of this three, I think. Uh, so I'm going to French Benchwitz Mahomes and Kill Purdy. Wow. Okay. Justin, oh, you, you yeah. surprised there. Uh, man, I'm going to kill Mahomes. Oh, there you we go. go. You look at the train that that Purdy and Lamar are riding right now. I mean, Lamar could could be the MVP. It's still it's still a wide open race. Um, even that that being said, I'm going to marry Purdy, and I'm friends with uh, with Lamar, and Mahomes is kicking the can. Steve-O, hot takes, hot takes. I love it. Yeah, you know, it'd be hard for me to kill Mahomes, kill Mahomes unless he's in a grouping with, I don't, I don't know, Margot Robbie and Scarlett Johansson. Mm, um, otherwise, Mahomes is always going to be at least the, the M or F. Um, I think I got to ride with Scott in this one and say Jackson as my Mary. Um and friends of Betcha Pitts, my homes, and then kill Purdy. Great. Well, listen, I have to join Justin in a sense. I'm going to, have to kill Mahomes here. Um, and I have to ride the hot hands. Um, yeah. As much as crazy as uh, the 49ers have been, I'm still going to friends with Bench Fitz Purdy just because, of course, he's surrounded by talented players who 
two of which are often injury prone and CMC is just so hot there too. Um, I'm going to have to marry Lamar, my boy Lamar, um, who can just blow up any week, any week. And he's, he's hot right now, man. So, so I, I'm going to go next because, uh, if you can believe this, uh, I actually picked two of the three players that MJ picked for mine. Um, <laughs> my, mine is specifically quarterbacks whose last name ends with the letter K and we're talking specifically for the fantasy playoffs. So of course we have Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. Oh, I think it's going to be similar for me, but just replace Lamar with Dak and kind of friends of Betcha Fitz Mahomes and kill Pur- Purdy again. Oh, uh, Justin, go ahead. Dak number one, Dak number one, right? We're marrying Dak. And then, yeah, staying with the others uh, where I had him, right? Or friends with Purdy, Mahomes is going home. Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes, Achilles. Um, I'm actually at the. Oh shoot! The thing is, I have I have Dak in a, a league, but ah, gosh, that's a difficult one. And Scott, I think you were the one who mentioned, or Stephen was mentioned that the rest of the schedule is relatively tough. I still believe in in Dak, but I think Purdy's going to have to be my Mary here, and not the friends with Ben Shafitz, Dacky boy. I, I, Scott, I know you're shaking your head, but that's just me. That's just me feeling my gut out. So. I, I mean, go go with your gut, but I'm second. Uh, Steven here got Dak, and then Patrick, and then Brock uh, for my MFK. And I think since we had Dak and Jackson in here, I think if I had to list them for the fantasy playoffs, I'm, I'm riding the hottest hand right now, which would be Dak would be True. my number one choice, then Jackson, and then I'd go Mahomes Birdie, but that's me. And to wrap it up, um, got to honor our guest here. And since Justin is an Alabama alum, I got some Bama Dynasty dart throws. Um, so we're really got some exciting choices here, guys. So first, we have first round draft pick, fifth QB taken overall. That is Mac Jones. Um, second, we have third round draft pick, sixth running back taken in his respective draft. And that is Damian Harris. Um, and last but not least, we have John Mechie, uh, second round pick, ninth wide receiver taken in his draft. So we got Mac Jones at 25 years of age, Damian Harris at 26, John Mechie at 23. Oh. Dynasty specifically. Uh, D- Dynasty Superflex? Yeah. Because that definitely makes a difference for me. Yeah, it does. Um, Justin, since you're the Alabama alum, baby, go first, baby. <laughs> right, so wait, is this is this still MFK or yes? yes. It is MFK. okay. Okay. Um, oh man, you know, I loved Damian Harris when he was at Bama, but he he's he's my he's my kill, right? We know how running backs are in the league; it's short lived, right? So he's the kill. Uh, I mean, Mechie was incredible when he was at Alabama. And then he had leukemia right whenever he got into the league, which is, you know, set him behind Tank Dell, Nico Collins. And, I mean, you know, you guys may call me crazy. Mac Jones is a I, – I know the guy has clear talent. He's a baller. He's, he's a, He was all, always a baller at Bama. But, okay, he goes to the Patriots. This year he's got 
Bill O'Brien as his OC, who I'll tell you, everyone in Tuscaloosa couldn't wait to get rid of Bill O'Brien last year. The guy's a joke, all right? And then the year before that, he had Matt Patricia as his offensive coordinator. So I understand that Mac has had two bad years, really bad years. I just don't think it's all on Mac, all right? He also doesn't have anybody to really throw the ball to. Um, I digress. So, shoot, man. You know, Mary – I'll marry Mechie and I'll friends Mac Jones. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's a gr- a pretty good decision. I'll have to marry, uh, I have to marry Mac Jones, especially uh, if it's a two quarterback league. If we're talking super flex dynasty, like quarterback is the hardest thing to come by. So, with the off chance that he may get traded this off season, who knows? Um, Max, my Mary friends with Ben Shafitz, Mechie. I actually like the upside of Mechie, especially with Collins potentially being out with, uh, tank Dell being out. I think this is a chance for him to really stand out and potentially the next coming weeks. Well, barring CJ Stroud playing, but this could be a chance for him to break out. And my kill is going to be like Damian Harris, who non-existent at this point. I mean, just not there. Oh, yeah, I, I think a change of scenery could uh, do Mac Jones and Mechie some good, uh, honestly. But uh, I think I'm going to agree with MJ, even though I think it's really close. I'm going to go Mary Mac, French Benefits, Mechie, and kill Damian Harris. And I'm I'm going to do the same. Um, I think I think Mechie, unfortunately, is buried on that depth chart right now. And um, I agreed with Justin. I think Mac Jones in a pretty crappy situation and think that there's probably still some talent there and given the right opportunity, he may, um, may change some people's minds. So I'm going to marry him. Um, with that, we will move on over to jukebox. Juke. And today is a really special day. Justin, you're really getting the royal treatment here tonight. Um, we are going to do a couple of ATL anthems, um, close to my heart maybe close to your heart. Um, The first song, forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, never seems that long until you're grown. And of course, I'm talking about Miss Jackson by OutKast. You know, of course, I'm speaking in an exaggerated manner, but would you feel comfortable with telling Lamar's mom that he's your forever fantasy QB and in Dynasty, where does he currently fall in your rankings? Oh, a hundred percent. I would, I would call his mother right now. Uh, no hesitation. Uh, I'd have Lamar over for dinner, breakfast, you know, pack him a, a sack lunch, <laughs> the whole nine. Uh, as far as fan, uh, dynasty fantasy rankings, Seven ish, somewhere right around there. That's where he's been the past three, two, three years. Yeah. yeah. Love that answer, Scott. Well, I'm curious who would be like your five, six ahead of Lamar? Burrow, Herbert, Stroud. Okay. Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mahomes, Allen, Allen. right? So. Yeah, I think I'm going to have him a little bit higher than that. Um, I think he's my number four right now. Uh, I think 
sorry, number five, the four I have in front of him uh, in this order, uh, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, I think are the only four that I have ahead of Lamar right now. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, I would have him about five as well. I think, and possibly higher. Um, like, I think he is finally settling into this offense. This offense is seeing um, a lot, a ton of success, and Lamar has been seeing a ton of success being able to improvise. I mean, there's this, if you just watch, I mean, the kid's still only 26 years old. Right, yeah. And I mean, he looks like, dude, he looks just like lightning in a bottle. Um, if you just watch some of his scramble plays this past weekend, um, just looking excellent and making good decisions. Um, but five, yeah, I'd, I'd have him about five. I, I'd choose, I'd shoot. Yeah. I'd cook. I'd do everything. Justin said and more. Would, would you have the same, <laughs> same four that I said ahead of him? Yeah. Arguably. Four? Yeah. I think, um, I, I really think that just, I think he's the best rusher, best dual threat quarterback right now in the league. No question. Absolutely if no the, question. If the Ravens can develop their own form of the tush push, yeah, like uh, yeah, I think I think I probably have him at five as well. Um, and I think maybe there's even a debate between him and Burrow just with his his rushing upside. Um, but yeah, safely safely up there, safely going to tell his mom that he's my he's my forever fantasy QB. Um, the next song, guys, gets even more special. The namesake of my fantasy team and RMC shares a name with this podcast. That is What's Your Fantasy by Ludacris. And MJ, go ahead and add that E next to this podcast on Spotify as it may get a little explicit here. <laughs> um, the first uh, first you know, line I will throw out is, I want to get you in the Georgia Dome on the 50-yard line while the Dirty Birds kick for three. Um Oh, heck yeah. Of course, we're strictly talking about football here. Um, unfortunately, the Falcons no longer – actually, very fortunately, the Falcons never no longer play in the Georgia Dome. We are, of course, in the Bens now. Um, in your most realistic fantasy, what's the highest fantasy finish that you predict for Bijan Robinson and Drake London for their careers um, as, far, as far as where are they going to rank at their respective positions in a single year? What's the highest that that could be? Um in thinking more current, uh, do you trust them both for the fantasy playoffs for this year? Uh, do trust them for the playoffs, especially Bijan. Uh, as far as where they you know, highest they could rank in their careers, you know, I think Bijan could still have that that upside of top three. At his at his at the running back position, right? I mean, the guy's a special talent. We know that. Drake London, I just I don't know. You know, right? It, it remains to be seen. I, I mean, maybe. Oh, I mean, there's so much solid wide receiver talent throughout the league. I don't know. Could could he be a a, a top twelve? Maybe at some point. Maybe. I, yeah, I think the biggest question here is just like one. There, there's two questions actually Arthur Smith and yeah two who's throwing the ball um and I think this upcoming draft if I mean if you haven't heard around the league there there are uh people flirting with the idea that Justin Fields might be up for mm-hmm. trade here yep. and the idea of Justin Fields coming down to ATL um I mean blows everything out of the water but 
it's it's not here yet. And I guess if we're thinking about the future, I mean, let me answer your first question, your second question. Definitely both, I think, are a lock-in for the playoffs for me. Um, but I really think Bajan can can get an RB1 season. Um, I think hopefully, eventually in his career, RB1 for sure. Uh, Drake? Overall RB1? Yeah, I think he could definitely do it. And, and I think, I really think it's just, it's just a coach holding back. But let's see how long Arthur Smith holds his position. I mean, really, um, gosh, he just, I don't know. He's just a head, yeah, he's just a head scratcher of a coach. And Drake, yeah, Justin, you're right, man. There's so much wide receiver talent. I think the highest he could, uh, wide receiver six okay. in his I like career, that. I think I like would be it. the highest he'll ever finish. Right. Yeah. So, uh, question number one, uh, I'm smiling a little bit cause MJ kind of stole one of my answers, but, um, Bajan, uh, I definitely hundred percent locked in RB one for the fantasy playoffs. No question. London. I'm a little more iffy on, um, I think I'd be most comfortable with him being a flex and nothing more just because not to his fault, but he's kind of had a little bit of a Mike Williams year where you get fantasy point one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, uh, not, let's not mix the talent of Mike Williams and Drake London here. Sorry, that's what I'm saying. It's not his fault. <laughs> it's it's Ritter's fault. It's Arthur Smith's fault. I definitely think Drake London is a much better wide receiver than Mike Williams. I'm just saying, based on how things have turned out, he's kind of had a little bit of that kind of season. So um, I'm not as locked in on London as, as uh, Justin and MJ were, um, but I think he's still going to be a flex play for me throughout the playoffs. Um, as far as finishes throughout their career, I definitely think Bajan can have a running back one season, if not multiple running back one seasons. And um, MJ stole my answer. I was going to say six for Drake London, and that's simply because the half PPR wide receiver six on the year right now is DJ Moore. And I would have never, ever had DJ Moore uh, as a top six wide receiver, but it goes to show if you have a decent quarterback – if and you have the talent, you can definitely hit that potential. And not to say that Justin Fields is coming to Atlanta, like there are rumors out there that he might. Um, but if he just gets a better quarterback than Desmond Ritter, I think you know, kind of the sky's the limit. But I think six is a very solid answer. Yep, and I uh, I agree with you, Scott. In the playoffs, I, I would trust Bijan all the way. Drake London a little more iffy for again for the same reasons. Um, Agreed that Bijan, I think, has one overall RB potential in London. I think you kind of convinced me there. Um, I'll go, I'll go seven or eight to be a little different. Um, but I think you've got <laughs> top 10 potential. Um, again, top 10 draft capital, top 10 talent. I think putting them in the right situation, he could he could finish that high. Um, and one more line to continue the song, the course. You make it so good, I don't want to leave, but I got to know what's your fantasy. And, of course, mm. I assume they're still talking about football um, <laughs> to win the championship. What player is in your fantasy to bring your team to the top? You're picturing that championship win. You have the money and the trophy coming. What player ended up getting you there in your fantasy? Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. If he – Keeps playing like he's playing, and he gives me those running back one numbers each week. It's it's him because uh, the position is 
so like sketch and sparse and you can't rely on anybody. Uh, Kyron Williams is my answer. Yeah. Justin. Nice. Nice. No, I, I love that one. He was one of the guys that I was not super high on, on the waiver wire earlier this year. Did not pick him up, obviously kicking myself for that. But it, uh, my guy is, is one that we've talked about a good bit on the show. It's Lamar. Uh, right. I mean, he's had, he's had the down weeks, but now he's really hitting that stride and him and, Hawkinson and 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 Bijan also uh, on one of my teams. Uh, yeah, that that trio there could, fingers crossed, do it for me. Uh, CD Lamb. I mean, and I, I like. Oh my god, that's an like, easy answer. What I mean, it was just like who <laughs> CD the past couple weeks and Dak, of course, but that stack has been carrying hard carrying me this season um yep. this you know it's just it's just insane what they've been doing um and i i pray for health and just fantasy output from both of them please cd i will get a cd lamb jersey if i win the what's your fantasy league this year so steven just got me one for my birthday so uh yeah if i win rmc i'm definitely uh wearing that with my uh championship ring oh <sighs> Scott, I appreciate you not going with low hanging fruit for once on jukebox. So thank you for that. I'm gonna, You're welcome. I'm gonna You're take welcome. one from your book this time. And I gotta go with Tyreek Hill. Um, I mean, mm. dude, if you know, picturing winning the championship, he scored 40 points, and the Dolphins are going in as I don't know, the two to three seed in the playoffs. Um, just ending on the highest of high notes for me, for them. Um, and Hill's Hill's my guy through and through so um great answers and let's wrap it up with some fantasy flash cheating with the cheetah on that one huh all right fantasy flash week 14 thursday night football we had the patriots versus the steelers the uh bet was over under five and a half receptions for deontay johnson oh you guys you guys both picked the over i picked the under he had three uh so i added a point on that one Sunday night football, it was the Eagles versus the Cowboys. More fantasy points, A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, or C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott. It was 20.78 for A.J. and Jalen to 33.5 for C.D. and Dak. Steven and M.J. gained a point on that one. Uh, Monday night football, Titans versus Dolphins. We ended up going to our second uh, question here, which was more fantasy points. The King Henry or Devon Achan, and because Mostert vultured two touchdowns, Henry was 17.6 to A-Chan's 9.6. MJ with a point there. Let's go, baby. So going into the fantasy playoffs, uh, MJ has brought it to within one of Steven. The records are me at uh, 13 and 25, MJ at 22 and 16, Steven at 23 and 15. Um, and our guests, just to remind everybody, uh, are three and three right now in the year. Um, Justin being our third guest for this season, uh, so he will make picks this week. No pressure, Justin. That yeah, really. Brings us, yeah, no pressure. That brings us to week fifteen. We have Thursday night football: the Chargers versus the Raiders. More fantasy points: Eckler or Adams? <laughs> you know. Um, Brandon Staley's going to be fired, and uh, and uh, they don't know what like like MJ said earlier. Nobody knows about Easton Stick or what, right? So it's Eckler. 
this is so hard, but I ha- I think I'm going with Eckler. I'm going with my gut. I'm going with my gut. Oh, my gut was Eckler. I sorry, my gut was Adams. I am going Eckler as well. Oh man, I also picked Eckler. I thought for sure somebody oh, Adams on this one. All right. Um, mm, it's tough because Keenan Allen's out right now. So, uh, how about uh, more? How about combined touchdowns? We'll say one and a half touchdowns for Eckler and Adams combined. One and a half over under. Over. Over. <laughs> it has to be. I would I say mean, over as well. It has to be over. All right. I would say over. Let's go two and a half. We'll move the line. Oh. All right. Let me get the under. 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 <laughs> you guys are making this extremely difficult. Um, <laughs> You're choosing horrible lines. All right. Uh, we got Easton Stick. And uh, do we know who's the quarterback yet for the Raiders? Have they made a decision? Is it O'Connell or? I assume O'Connell. I, there, was, O'Connell? there was talks they were going to switch it up. Um, let's let's go more passing yards. Uh, Chargers quarterbacks or Raiders quarterbacks? Easton Stick's thrown one NFL touchdown. Yeah. Oh, one NFL pass. His entire Raiders. Career. Fill in the blank. Uh, it has to be the Raiders. Raiders. Oh, it has to right. be. Wait, was this like our fifth option now? Um, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to throw a random number out there. Over, under, um, let's say 150 combined rushing yards. Okay. It's better. Under. Uh, I'll take the over. Yeah, I'll have to take the under here. Actually, Josh right, Jacobs, also, is, Jacobs is out. I think so. He's he's questionable right now, but okay. he might be out. I'm I'm also going to go under. So we got three unders and over on that one. It's a uh, short week. It's a short week. It it is a short week. So uh, I'll annotate that here in a second. Uh, for Sunday night football, we have the Ravens versus the Jaguars. Uh, over under one and a half rushing touchdowns from quarterbacks. Who, who, you said uh, Jaguars and Ravens? Yep. Under. under. Yeah. Damn, I was going to go under too. I'll, there's, I'll, no way, there's no way Lawrence is going to run. I'll there's go no under. Way. I was also going to say under. I, uh, let's, let's put it at a half. So one rushing touchdown from a quarterback. Sorry, over under 0.5 rushing touchdowns. Over. I'll take the under. I'm going to say no. No rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take the over. <laughs> I'm going to take the over as well. So, Steven, uh, that's two that you are differentiating from the group on. Um, Monday Night Football, Eagles versus Seahawks, more receiving yards, AJ or DK? AJ. AJ. Man, I I have to differentiate at this point. I mean, do I? Don't let me go up three and zero against Jim. Jim. I AJ. I I mean, they have to throw it to AJ Brown, man. They just have to. And yeah, I have to go AJ Brown here too. I really do. 
Uh, four for four again. Good thing I actually had a backup for this one. More combined fantasy points. AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift or DK Metcalf and KW3. Swift and Brown. I'll go DK. I'll go DK, KW3. Swift and Brown. All right, 50-50 split. I'm going DK and KW3 for that one. All right, MJ, close us out. Okay. Um, listen, wonderful and uh, awesome uh, episode today, you guys. Thank you so much to our special guest today, Justin. Justin, I hope this is one of the many uh, episodes you'll be joining us with. Yeah, yeah. And baby, we appreciate your uh, all your opinions and everything that you had to contribute to today's episode. So Love thank it. you so much for giving your time, man. Thank um, you, guys. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Stephen, of course, for your time as well. And to all our listeners, um, thank you so much for your support. Um, listening to our podcast, you know, we're doing this for fun and hopefully uh, give you guys a little advice and um, maybe get you to uh, carry yourself through your fantasy playoffs this year. Um, once again, if you have anything to suggest or anything you'd like us to do, uh, please reach out to us and, and send us those suggestions. Um, Justin, do you have anything you want to see you're thankful for or anything to add? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. This was a great time. Uh, I hope to be back in the future and uh, yeah. Thank you. Roll Todd. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Dagger. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. Uh, I think we're busy. Most <laughs> part of days now. Justin. Uh, love it. Uh, I think we got to edit that out right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah scott anything to add baby no justin appreciate you coming on man and uh for everybody out there see auburn and alabama fans can get along um but a big war eagle to to whatever he just said um but no i appreciate you man thanks for coming on steven mj always love doing this with you guys and uh best of luck in your fantasy matchups mj uh i'm sorry if i gotta beat you this week man it's just it's, it's gotta happen We'll, we'll see it up, baby. Good luck to you. Uh, I hope you lose. Um, <laughs> Good luck to you, MJ. <laughs> I, I hope you play well. Oh, well, you're so kind. You're, you're trying to let kindness uh, give you some good karma, right? Well, I, I can't be a villain for that long. Um, Steve-O, what'd you like to add, baby? Uh, yeah, big shout out to Justin. Really was great meeting you, having you on the pod. And um, awesome to have another ATLian um, here. So appreciate you coming on and... Um, looking forward to the first round of the playoffs, playing against Scott. Um, hopefully he sees my juggernaut team and not my cripple team that showed last week. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, love doing this with you guys and excited for the playoff run. Let's hit it. And that's that's an RMC. So yeah, actually I play MJ in one league and Steven in another. So uh, yay me. I get to play the other two hosts this week in the first round. Oh, that hurts, man. Um, but good luck to everyone, especially those who are undergoing the playoffs and those who are about to begin their playoffs. Um, this is what it's all about. Best time of the year. Fantasy football playoff season, baby. Um, but on another time, thank you for joining us. And this is What's Your Fantasy? A fantasy football podcast. We'll see you all next time. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Thank you.